A really quick disclaimer, this episode was recorded in 2019, so if you hear me referring to myself being pregnant or a season that may be a different season to what we're in now, you know why. But I still believe that there is encouragement, there is inspiration to be found, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host Sarah and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Hey everyone, today we've got Lauren with us. Welcome Lauren. Thank you. (laughs) Now Lauren has come up for the last two months um, to the Gold Coast, Queensland from Adelaide, South Australia, Mm. which I love Adelaide, but it's been really good to have you with us. You've been kind of hanging out with our church a bit and seeing what we do up here because you're a pastor in Adelaide. And it's just been a lot of fun having you. You've had a couple of sleepovers at my house. It's been great keeping my plants alive because I'm terrible at that. But what else is there to know about you? Like what other things do you love? Mm, Great question. And I have enjoyed staying at your place with your dog as well. He's beautiful. I also have a dog. He is almost two years old. He's a a brown and white border collie, but not dark brown. He's like a caramelly kind of color. Yeah, so cute. He's the prettiest dog I've ever seen and he knows it. For the last almost three years now, I've had the privilege of being one of the youth and young adult pastors at Engage Church, which is my church in Adelaide. And it's just, yeah, it's been the biggest privilege getting to teach people about Jesus and watch him change their lives. There's honestly like no greater job. It's it's a hard job. It's a really hard job. And you guys know that better than anybody as well. But there's honestly no higher privilege than to walk people through their life and and hear their stories in that kind of way. Lauren, before we get into the questions and topics today, can you tell us a bit about your testimony? Oh, I was expecting the go-tos. It is the go-tos. No, No, backtrack. (laughs) I always skip something. Okay. Lauren, what are three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately? I said to myself when I came up here, I would buy a keep cup only if I started drinking coffee. So I started drinking coffee. So soy lattes are my go-to at cafes. I feel very environmentally friendly. I have been loving hearing people's stories. I've never really been the new person before anywhere. And so getting to introduce myself and getting to meet people for the first time has been, yeah, really nice and solo beach trips. I've never really felt confident to do that before, but being on my own, not knowing anybody, yeah, really fun and adventurous of me to do that. (laughs) That is super adventurous. I can't say I've ever done a solo beach trip. That's amazing. Before you head into the topic today, can you tell us a bit about your journey so far? Yeah, I was thinking about which part of my story that I should share and and yeah, I had a bit of a freak out thinking that I had no integrity because I've told my story to so many different people in so many different ways. But I think that's kind of also the point in just knowing which part of your story to share at a mm. particular time. And so just my last two months and what kind of led to that was really just I wanted more of God. I was really dissatisfied with living life that I thought I should which never left me feeling very full or satisfied. Decided to set aside two months to really just be in God's presence. Yeah, I expected to come up and, and spend two months just me and Jesus. And I actually have got to a point in my life where I would have been okay with that. I've always really found it hard to be alone and just be with my thoughts. But um, there's this song called I'm Okay. Uh, and it says, if all I have is you, I'm going to be okay. And 
I've always kind of spoken that as if I wanted it to be true, but it's never actually been true until I've had this season of being kind of empty of everything else and um, away from everything that was familiar. And I didn't have an option other than to be with the Lord. And that kind of sounds strange as if he was the last choice, but yeah, it's actually been the best making him the first choice and the only choice really intentionally. And I I think and I hope that that will not just be a seasonal thing, but actually for the rest of my life. Lauren, what topic are you going to discuss with us today? I want to talk to you about Jesus being your one thing. Which is super fitting considering that's what he's kind of been teaching you these last two months. Yes. Yeah, I had so many different topics that I was thinking about in my head and I actually wrote answers for something totally different and then in the car, God was like, no, just you just need one thing. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Why do you reckon this is an important topic for us to talk about in today's society about Jesus being our one thing? I could literally talk your ear off about this. We have so many options in our society. Mm. Like you can fill your time with everything, even church is an option to just go online and there's just we're saturated with images and music and movies and podcasts and books it's all really good stuff yeah it's not that it's Jesus or all of this stuff but actually I think the priority that we give Jesus in our lives needs to be set above everything else and yeah everything else finds its place under him rather than Jesus finding his place in amongst everything else. What's been your personal experience? You shared a bit in your testimony, but what's been your personal experience with finding Jesus as your one thing? I think I tried to fit him into my schedule and my plan and what I thought my life was going to look like. And I would kind of bring him all of these things and say like, yeah, check them off. Is this cool with you? I don't really care what you say. I'm going to do it anyway. And then I got to this place probably about a year ago of realizing that everything that I thought was secure and stable about my life had actually crumbled and fallen away. And I felt really kind of lost and out of place in that. Yeah, really just priorities needed to change. And I just had this real desire to be someone who is so obsessed with Jesus and just chasing after him because I'd tried almost everything else. And it always leaves you feeling not quite full. If we're supposed to be Christians, if we're supposed to be people who are becoming more like Jesus, then I needed to start filling my life with actually him because there's this phrase um, that I've been hearing a lot recently, you become what you behold and you become like the things that you set your gaze on, you become like the things that you fill your time with or your mind with or your like ears with. And so if I wanted to become like Jesus, then I actually had to do something about my life to make sure he was the main thing. As you've gone through this time, because it's obviously hard, I feel like the world kind of screams at us all these other things. What inspired you to keep Jesus the one thing? There's a song called After You by Upper Room. Mm, I'm really... love Upper Room. (laughs) I'm so obsessed with Upper Room. Their latest album, yeah, is definitely one of the best full albums like there's literally no songs that I skip on it amazing it's so good yeah music is so important to me and that's really a way that I connect with God I think yeah memorizing lyrics is something that comes really naturally to me but I don't really memorize anything else this song called after you it just says your presence Jesus is all I'm in pursuit of Uh, and that's kind of really shaped me and centered me and brought me back when I have been kind of thinking that I was 
running after Jesus, but actually I was kind of taking a slight detour and I didn't really realize it at the time, but then something happens and it's like, okay, eyes back on you, Jesus. And this song was really powerful for me being a a constant reminder about that. Yeah, another thing that's really shaped this year particularly for me was a Bill Johnson book and I actually cannot remember what it's called but it's got a blue cover and it talks about being people of the presence and yeah, about the one thing and just how he is so much better and when we actually place Jesus first, he still gifts us everything else. We don't actually miss out on Mm -hmm. anything and so yeah, books I, I love reading and I love listening to music. Yeah, both of those things, the music and reading and everything else has been so powerful because they haven't kind of pointed themselves to the actual thing, but actually reminded me to put my eyes back on Jesus and to to learn all of this stuff and feel all of this stuff and then bring that before the Lord and, and let him be the main thing. What does the Bible tell us about this topic? Just opening a Bible. (laughs) There is so much, but one verse that I've just been... Is that a tea bag? (laughs) It is. (laughs) As a bookmark? (laughs) Yeah. I I ran out of other bookmarks this morning and I... (laughs) I love it. I found it in my bag. Yeah, this, this verse, I was studying David's life the start of this year, which actually came out of that Bill Johnson book as well that I still can't... Hosting the, it's called Hosting the Presence. Amazing. I knew you'd remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Hosting great. the Presence. That's the book. This verse from Psalms 27, verse 4, says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all of mm. the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I love... Am I allowed to read a different translation? Yeah. No, we only do NIV on her daily drive. Um, I love the way that the Passion Translation puts this verse. It says, here's the one thing I crave from God, the one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. And then the other verse that I think is really timely and relevant is from Luke 10 where Jesus is talking to Mary and Martha and most people will know this story but this idea of the one thing I I hadn't really connected them together but uh, verse 40 says Martha was distracted by many things and then Jesus says to her you're upset and worried about many things but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary, her sister, has chosen what is better and that won't be taken away from her. I don't like when people bring this verse up and they talk about we have to be Mary or we have to be Martha, like mm. that, that kind of dichotomy or whatever it is of it's one or the other, it's being or it's doing. But I love that Jesus says the one thing is needed and one thing is better and that won't be taken away. And for me, it really reminded me that it's not about doing stuff for Jesus, it's being with Jesus. And you can still actually do a lot of stuff as long as your priority is just being with him. And one thing I'm really passionate about, this is a little bit off topic, but is this idea that if we're a Christian and that's supposed to be a lifestyle, then actually Jesus cares about the details of our lives too. And he, he wants to be with us as we do stuff. It's not just church on a Sunday or small group or when I'm reading my Bible. He actually wants to be the one thing in every single 
kind of situation of our lives, every context. Lauren, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? This lifestyle, pursuing Jesus, letting him be your one thing, isn't something that we actually get right straight away or if ever, but it's kind of a privilege that we get to try for the rest Mm. of our lives. And I think one key thing for me has been surrounding myself with people who are same hearted and are running hard after him too. It's uh, working as a pastor. It's been really good to kind of run ahead of people and to, to pull them along and encourage them and do that. But this last two months, this season has been just the biggest blessing in finding people to run with and who are championing me and pushing me to be better. And people are really important to me and being able to have people who are further along in their journey than you are to go I want to be like them because they look like Jesus, like not them in and of themselves. But Paul says, um, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And that that idea, I would encourage you to find people. You, it, it's work. You can't just wait for people to kind of magically appear. Find, seek out people who are making Jesus their one thing and imitate them as far as they are imitating Jesus. That would probably be my my biggest encouragement and just get into the word with the tea bags as the bookmarks though as well (laughs) that's how you really get into the word look I have like paint chips is that what they're called yeah paint samples paint samples there I just go to Bunnings and steal things and I yeah just anything I can find um, as bookmarks get into the word and know it for yourself there's a phrase that I really love that just is write it on your heart And this idea of the more you repeat something, the deeper it actually sinks in. And same thing with having access to everything. We have a lot of people telling us about the Bible or telling us about Jesus, but to actually know him personally and for yourself and to be confident of the truth of the word and confident that he is your one thing, even when you're distracted by heaps of stuff, to know that for yourself and to believe it for yourself that really changed everything for me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if you want more encouragement throughout the week, you can follow her daily drive on Instagram or simply like the Facebook page. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.